Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones, Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Joining us right now, as promised, Ken Niamatololo, Navy head football coach. Coach, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good morning. How you guys doing? We're Great. doing really well. And that win over Air Force was one for the ages. Just an unbelievable game. What was it like to be you during the second half of that football game. <laughs> Unfortunately, in this profession, there's a, you know, a lot of roller coasters of emotions and ups and downs. And, you know, we were playing well offensively, but we had a hard time stopping them, you know, credit Air Force. Uh, but, you know, when we had the lead and lost it at the end, you know, that was pretty traumatic. But, you know, I've just got to give our kids credit. You know, they found a way to win at the end, which was great. And, um, it's, it was a great win for our football program. Hey, you were emotional in the post-game news conference. Uh, what made you get to that point where you were sort of overcome with, with emotion after that game? Uh, I guess that's just kind of me. I mean, my kids know me. I mean, either I'm yelling at them or crying. You know what I mean? I'm just an emotional person. Uh, but just, I guess just more gratitude. You know, I just, you know, a lot of times I'm overwhelmed just by coaching these guys you know i feel very blessed to coach such great young men you know i just for me there's just the i think about the totality of things i i see these young men i remember being in their homes recruiting them their families and then see them all that they go through and to see them experience some you know success on the field those are the kind of thoughts that go through my brain i just see everything when i'm after the game and i just i just see everything i see them coming on their official visits you know, and I see them making a the decision to come. And when they have, you know, success, it's just, to me, there's nothing greater, you know, as a coach. Coach, what's going through your mind when you're high-stepping? We saw you at UConn a year ago. You were kind of running in place, but you really got into it. You look like a drum major there on the sideline at the end of that ball game versus <laughs> Air Force. I hope you're working out and you don't pull any muscles this season. My kids, you know, my kids are all older. They just kind of laugh. They send me all these funny emojis like, they're like, Dad, will you stop doing those kinds of things after the game? But I, I, I didn't even realize it. You know, I, I was kind of high-stepping, and then I, I think I pulled my quad. You know what I mean? I was on the other side of the field, and they're yelling at me, Coach, do you want to go for one or two? And, I, you know, it took me a while to get back on the other side of the field. But, uh, I, like I said, I look at some of those stuff, and I'm like, geez, I look like a moron. <laughs> no, it was cool. <laughs> you, 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 you did it well, Coach. You, you, you could join the band. That was pretty good. Now, well, let me... That part, I don't even know what's happening. You know I, mean? I just <laughs> right. to control my, I just start running. Like, why did I do that? You know I mean? <laughs> well, that's part of the excitement of college football. Now, you broke out some new concepts. I read where you and some of your staff, you went down to Albuquerque and checked out the New Mexico version of the uh, option, and, and you broke out some of those new concepts this past week. Uh, how big of a, a tweak was it to your offense, or was it something where you just implemented a couple plays here and there? No, it was a huge um, undertaking for us. You know, we've been an under-center option team for years. We learned it from Paul Johnson. 
and we've been doing that for years. Uh, but, you know, we just decided, you know, you know, maybe we should look into some gun stuff. And this was maybe, I don't know, seven years ago. And so we always dabbled it in the spring and did a lot of different things in the off season. But we never used it much in the game. You know, quite frankly, we didn't need it. But last year against Air Force, they basically shut us out. And so we decided, you know what, we're going to use all these things that we've learned from different people. Like you said, New Mexico being one of them, Nevada, you know, Georgia Southern. I mean, there's so many people that we watched and tried to learn from. But we were exclusively all gun that game, which was hard to do, you know what I mean, because we kind of get away from our bread and butter, you know, but we felt very, very good about it, and we're definitely going to do more of it in the, in the future. I'm going to give you a couple numbers. You're 30-8 and eight in your last 38 games, 17-2 and two in regular season conference games since joining the American Conference, 4-0 and oh in the second time in three years. You've won 16 in a row at home and 41 wins since the start of the 2013 season, which is tied for second among group of five programs. I mean, that success, when you took over, I believe it's been 10 years now, did you always envision that that you would be this type of of program? No, you know, you hope to do that, but it's such a hard profession. There's so many great coaches. There's so many good programs. You look at on the Internet, you see everybody's weight rooms and their locker rooms, and, you know, everybody's got a five-star chef that's cooking for their players. And, you know, it's hard, but... um, we just feel very fortunate. We feel like, you know, we have great kids. You know, our staff's been together for a long time. And, you know, you, you don't ever kind of look at those kinds of things because once you start looking at it, you set yourself up for failure. You just got to keep pressing forward. Excuse me there, Coach. I was trying to find my cough button. Uh, you just mentioned that you, you wanted to tweak the concepts because of what Air Force was able to do to you a year ago, really shutting down your running game. But now that you're in a conference, is there some concern? Man, I'm choking up over to here. Take a second here as we talk to Ken Niamatololo, Navy head football coach on G. Owen Jones as Brian tries to get his voice in order. Yeah, coach has me all emotional too. <laughs> uh, coach, uh, any concern that familiarity would, would cause some problems having joined a conference? Because usually with these option teams, a team may see them once a year or once you know, in, in, in four, five years. So you can sneak up on them and they don't have time to, to really get coached up on handling the options. So were there, was there a concern there now that you're in a conference that, hey, uh, these teams will get used to seeing this offense. we got to do something a little different. No, and I think, you know, Coach Johnson at Georgia Tech has proven that that's a false premise. You know, they've been successful for a long time there, Georgia Tech and the ACC. And, you know, because it is true that they get more familiar with you, but you also get more familiar with them. You know, a lot of those games last year when we first got in the league, we had no idea how people were going to line up to us. So that you start to find out how what people are doing to you and I think the thing that helps us, though, is, you know, people might try to equate that with Air Force and Army because we play each other and it's hard to move the ball against each other, except we're running all three of us are running the same offense. You know, it's hard, I think, to have a spread team in offseason try to, you know, simulate option stuff. I mean, it's hard to do. And so I think that's still to our advantage because uh, we're so different from what other people do. And, you know, hopefully that holds true, for, you know, as it continues to hold true. What are some of the things that you tell your your new players in in recruiting and and otherwise about you know what it means to be a part of of Navy not only the football team but the all encompassing things that that go with it what what is what is that sales pitch go like Well our our deal is we're very upfront with these young men you know we don't sugarcoat things 
this isn't for everybody. You know, to come here, you have to be a selfless person. You're serving. You're serving our country. And if you don't come here, we understand this isn't for everybody. If you don't serve in the military, it doesn't make you a bad person. But it takes a unique person to come here. It's it's more than you. It's more than yourself. It's it's serving others. And so at first, kids are like, you know, because in, in sports and really in life, you know, it's always about what's in it for me. You know, what's in, what what can I get out of this? But when you look at a different lens and what can you give to others, it's amazing to see how people, when they start looking through that, they buy in. And, you know, they just come. I think the biggest sell for us, though, is our players. When they come and around our players and they realize, wow, I'm just like this guy. You know, I, I didn't know about the military growing up. And that's our sales pitch. You know, this is a great school, a great education. You get to play football at the highest level. You get to serve our country and set yourself up for life. It's not for everybody. If you like it, come on, brother. If you don't. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> Easy as that. S- simple as that. Speaking of your player, Zach Aby, watching this quarterback, I mean, this guy, you're leading Russia. When, when he's running, it's like there's a whole bunch of moving parts. He reminds me of a Pop Warner quarterback with a helmet. It's too big for you. Shoulder pads are too big, and everything is, is, is just swaying as you're getting down the field. But no one can catch him. Uh, what, what are you seeing in his maturation? Well, you know, he started last year in the toughest, his first start, you know, ever was the Army-Navy game, and it was the first time ever in the history of the school that a, a quarterback's first start was in the Army-Navy game. And, you know, he quite, wasn't quite ready yet, but we knew from a physical standpoint he has all the tools, and Coach Jasper has done a phenomenal job in getting him ready. Uh, but he's a tough, hard-nosed kid. He's about 215. He's a wrestler. And so, he, you know, he's he's a tough, hard-nosed runner, and he's been playing phenomenal for us. We're talking to Navy head football coach Ken Niamatololo on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Memphis this week, and you, you each might score 100 points in this game. Uh, when you know that you're going up against another team that can rack up a ton of yards and a ton of points, uh, how does your approach change in preparation during the week? Well, you know, you just try to be as sound as you can on defense. You know, Riley Ferguson is phenomenal talent. Coach Mike Norvell is, I mean, as good an offensive mind as there is in the country. So we know it's going to be hard to stop them. Our premise has always been, since joining the league, since we have so many great offenses like Memphis and so many great quarterbacks like Riley Ferguson, is don't give them the ball. You know what I mean? So we're going to try to eat the clock, keep them guys on the sideline, um, you know, and, and do the best we can to have long, uh, time-consuming possessions and hopefully try to score and keep those guys off the field. Hey, Coach, I know you need to get back to your film work, there, but I wanted to ask about your offensive coordinator, Ivan Jasper's son, in need of a heart transplant. How's he doing? How's Coach Jasper doing? You know, he's doing as best as he can. You know I mean? Obviously, in a situation like that, is a very traumatic deal. And, you know, he's a strong man of faith. You know, and he's been buoyed up by prayer and support of others. Um, but he's... You know, Jaron's, you know, doing better. It's day by day. And, you know, we're all prayerful that, you know, uh, you know, he'll be able to get a heart. Uh, you know, we just kind of wait. Obviously, when that happens, it's kind of a, um interesting situation from the standpoint. Obviously, when you're getting a heart, somebody just passed away and they've decided to donate that. So there's two sides of the spectrum. But, you know, we're we're prayerful that, you know, that will happen. How many times has someone mispronounced your name in your life? Would you have to say over <laughs> under 500,000? Yeah, it's, uh, 
it's, it happens so much that you become used to it. But, you know, the, I think I don't really worry about the mispronunciation. That's, that's probably what the players call me under their breath. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we have a bad one for you. The guy who was uh, doing an update when you got the job, this, this audio has lived for 10 years now because – uh, it was so funny to us, and he, I remember he was he was trying to go into the studio, and I was I was in the newsroom when this was happening, and he's saying to himself, "Nia Matalolo, Nia Matalolo, Nia Matalolo," and he goes on the air, and this is what he ends up saying: "Find Paul Johnson's replacement. They have promoted assistant Ken Nia to to Nia Nia Matalolo." See, so much for practice, right? I don't think that had anything to do with mispronunciation. You just choked. <laughs> he did. He absolutely did. Coach, listen, it's great talking to you. Best of luck against Memphis in the rest of the year. We'll be rooting for you. Oh, great talking to you guys. Take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.